0: Welcome to another episode of Through the Lens of Christ. This is a a podcast with Steve Douster and myself, Adam Baker, as we talk about critical issues that are happening in our world and how we perceive those things uh, through the perspective of who Christ is and how that relates to us. So good evening, Steve. Good evening, Adam. Um, We have got... So we record two at a time for the week, so we'd let two out in a week, and we had plans um, to talk about... um, we were going to talk about new birth in Christ, and then we were going to follow that up with the idea of living hope and how those two things fit together. We've been talking in First Peter. Um, and then we had some really fun things happen yesterday, mm. uh, and so we thought that it might be good to at least talk about um, those things. So those things being the debate, the presidential debate that happened um, last night, uh, September 29th would have been the debate. Um And I think what we'd like to talk about is how uh, not policy issues, because Steve, did you hear anything about policy?
1: Not really. There wasn't, (laughs) yeah, there was not much depth there in policy, which, you know,
0: honestly, I'd like to hear where both of those folks actually stand on some things, and that didn't happen last night. No. So I think more than kind of debate policy, because I think we could better debate than what happened last night, um, we would like to talk about what we saw—the response of of two men who are world leaders, two men who are—you know—you think about we're a country of three three hundred fifty million people, and that's the two best we got, right? So we we put them up on stage and said they're now going to be the rulers of the free world. And um, so I want to talk about just um, what that looked like and how that image that I saw last night is just a mirror to me of what's happening in society. And this is how we're interacting with one another and we're seeing it on a grand stage and i think it was jarring for most people i think some people embraced it sure. but i think uh for the most part it was jarring and I, I would hope it's a kind of a culturally defining moment where we start to go i reject that mm-hmm.
1: yeah i hope it was jarring for a lot of people I, I don't know i'd like to know the percentage of people that are think you know yay my guy won this way or yay my guy won the other way um, like it's some sort of a sporting event Because, you know, there's too much at stake for it to be kind of a sporting event. Mm -hmm. And it was really disappointing and honestly discouraging. I I stated to to start, I didn't watch the whole thing. I probably watched, I'll say, 20 to 25 minutes of it. I missed probably the first 10 or so and then jumped in for a little while. And honestly, I kind of had enough. Mm -hmm. And I decided to stop and just go on to bed at that point and see what happened in the morning. No, I, yeah. don't, I don't think much changed since I left the way I understand just looking on social media today
0: no I missed the first probably about 10 15 minutes as well I came in for probably about 20 and my head started to hurt and yeah. then so I turned it off for a little while and then I thought well maybe it got better it didn't just so you know so then I yeah. watched probably the last 15 20 minutes what, what was your overall just like first impression I'm just curious what did yeah. you what did you just stepping back from it when yep. what you saw what do you think yeah well I think um first to answer your earlier question about what people thought I saw one of the polls today oh was that a third of the people thought biden won a third of the people thought trump won and a third of the people were undecided got it and they said that the they have whoever the polling person was that normally coming out of these debates it's usually 10 15 percent are undecided Mm -hmm. they've never seen a third be undecided in terms of who won sure um and i think that's that's fair because i'm not sure we've seen a debate like that I, i agree um so my my impression at it was you know, I first started listening with the uh, the thought of I got to listen for what they're saying. Like behind the anger and and all the the bombastic statements, right? It was like what what is actually being said? And so I really tried to listen to what's being said. And then I found out that there wasn't much being said. Right. And so it was just we need to respond with emotion and anger and insult and and that's where when I turned it back on, it was more for me to go this is a, as I said, it's a cultural, it's a societal moment. And I see so much of that behavior happening online. Yeah. And I was just like, these guys are in a Facebook battle in front of the country. And, you know, people are arguing about just a litany of things, just arguing about everything without actually trying to hear one another. And even though at times Biden would say, you know, I want to, I want to hear, I want to, uh, you know, sit down and talk to people and I want to, but, I mean, there wasn't real interest in that in the conversation, right? Those words happened, but you didn't really see interest in it on either side. I mean, it was to me, it was an abject failure on both sides.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, to me, it was all a bunch of posturing, and like, like the strategy was to just find some sound bites to use the next day, Mm -hmm. um, because they know only a certain number of people are going to watch this, and they're, you know, people are. Even though there's a third, a third, a third, like you mentioned, that third that was undecided about who won the debate, I'll bet that splits into you know a lot of people are already in favor of one or the other. They're already right. committed, yes. and so so looking for sound bites to play on social media and things like that. I think that's. That's really challenging, and I think that's probably what was happening. You know, what kind of disturbed me, well, first, the whole tenor of it and the, and the mood and the way they were going back and forth against each other, the rudeness. You know, I felt really bad for the moderator. I know he didn't do a perfect job, and I'm sure he wasn't even-handed in the whole thing. I saw some stats on, I think, 75 interruptions for Donald Trump and, like, 28 or something for, for Biden, you know, on yeah. that. Well, whatever. Um, it, it was just a sad, sad deal. Yes. Um, I, I thought it was, um, unfortunately, just— just a, just a depressing thing for the whole country. Um, I also thought too, though, as far as a strategic aspect of it, this they both came into that with a strategy. So so Donald Trump came with a strategy, and Joe Biden came with a strategy. And I'm like, if these are two of our best strategists, these th- this was really bad. I mean, I, th- I thought that was just awful, just to come into it that way. So I was I was disappointed in the the level there of of what that was as well. Um, yeah, I got more yeah. thoughts, but I come. That that's my first gut check it's just i was just just kind of sad and just um you know not feeling very good about that for the whole country
0: right right and i think you know we talked um i think this current week we released one on how to vote in the elections talking about the idea of how to pray through and how do we understand values and yeah. i don't think anybody could actually walk into that debate and actually walk away with a better understanding of the, val- the values of um either leader or where they stand on policy
1: yeah, I think that's probably true. I, I actually think there would be very few people that would watch that debate and feel a whole lot better about America. I mean, I, just the United States in general. I mean, I think that would be
0: tough. Yeah. So I, th- I think um, I said, you know, can you imagine if you weren't part of this country and you just watched this? Because, I mean, right. what the U.S. does has ramifications around the world. Oh, so for sure. I, I was just – I agree. I was disheartened by all of it.
1: Yeah, I doesn't I wouldn't think it gives foreign governments a whole lot of confidence in our system in some ways. I mean I mean that's an overstatement. I mean if we do have other parts of the government that function and, you know, function Semi well and things like yeah. that. Sure. Um, one little thing I thought was just was in the back of my mind as you were thinking in the back of your mind mm-hmm. as you were approaching the debate. I had I had listened to a couple of pretty interesting podcasts that just went through presidential debates in the past and, and you know talked about some of the memorable moments for each one of those debates. And I listened to two of them. They were they kind of used the same ones, but I was I was really amazed at you know some of the memorable moments. All of those were pre-planned and scripted statements already so I was kind of like there is so much that's pre-scripted in this They have an idea of what they want to say They've memorized some some key lines some kind of gotcha things and and very in the past anyway It was very unscripted now I think the strategy was planned here and I'm sure there was some uh, some scripted comments that were made from both sides but sure. um, it's not just like, you know, ad hoc sitting down, honestly, like you and I do, and just yeah. start talking about something. Right. It doesn't happen right. that way.
0: Yes, yes. And I think one thing that struck me, even coming out of the debates, was beyond the fact like that, that it just struck me as wrong, right? Like, this this yeah. isn't how two leaders should speak to one another, it's, even if they're of opposing sides. Like, there's no reason to speak to each other that way. Right. And so I, I kind of walked away from it going, okay, as, as a Christian, as a believer, like, how should we... Approach things like that, and knowing that culturally we're headed more and more down this path. Where um, I, I've said multiple times, I, I see the 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 Christian, and I, I you can't see air quotes in here, but you know the the idea of Christian or at least nominally Christian representing a very angry portion of the country. Um, and it's it's again, I look at that and say those aren't really fruits of the spirit. Correct, right? Those those are not things that should be rising to the surface. And um, if if Trump is saying that I support the the religious right, and this is where I'm at. And you know, I I didn't see anything like that play out, and I worry about how much of that comes out in other other professed believers, in in how they handle conversation. Well,
1: sure, because both of these men, from being like it or not, are looked at as role models in mm-hmm. lots of ways, even even of children. So so you know, like like you mentioned, I don't know, pretend to know either one of these men's hearts, but I didn't see a lot of fruit of the Spirit coming out, like like you mentioned as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about it. If, if you and I were going to sit on a stage, even if it was in front of the, just the Church, maybe a couple mm-hmm. hundred people, but certainly if we had however many million people watching, I think our demeanor would change. I mean, I think the gravity of the moment and of the situation would, would cause us to speak and act differently, um, even if we... Weren't believers. Yes, I mean, just just, yep. just just the gravitas of all that. Just right. thinking about it, this this doesn't seem to affect really either one of those guys. But I mean, I'll say on Trump's side, he's he's the most belligerent in that yes. kind of thing last night. Yes, as far as what I saw.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what um, gets me is that I I see that his his belligerence, right? And again, this mm-hmm. has nothing to do with from a policy perspective, right? right? We're just talking demeanor and personality. This is who right. these people yes. are, right? And so when you look at Trump and the way that he comes across, and the the movement behind that—we've talked about it before. This idea of Trumpism, and you know, he's in and, and forms a savior. And mm-hmm. um, I just I I have great concerns about that from a, a church and a kingdom perspective. Um, go ahead.
1: Well, well, yeah. So you know, we kind of talk about that—the two kingdom approaches. You know, are we talking about people that are in the kingdom or not in the kingdom? And, and again, I don't pretend to know their hearts, but by the fruit, I'm just I'm just going to say they, they look like non-kingdom people in that in that situation and so with that being
0: the case how surprised are you about the way they they're acting yes and that and that's the exact point right is that and that's why i think we really wanted to have this conversation is to be able to say yes we can watch two people have that conversation and we should be on any human level go that wasn't appropriate and it wasn't the best use of of time energy right voice effort right? right But from a Christian perspective, we should go, man. That does not reveal who Christ is, right. and we should not desire to to respond in that way to people. Um, I wanted to read from uh, Philippians chapter four, verses eight and nine, because I think this is this is really, to me, where the heart of this is, and how do we respond as believers? And, and Paul writes, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. What could I take from those debates and put into practice? What? What if, if, I, if I was to follow this scripture, which this should be our guiding light is, is the Word of God, mm-hmm. if I'm supposed to follow this, how would I look at that and say, now I know how to order my life? Yeah, that's really challenging, because I, th- I think what's going to happen for a lot of people
1: is they're going to look at that and start reflecting that that's a huge problem. So what, again, whichever one, whichever person up there you want to think about and whichever, just yeah. the whole context of the situation, that's going to be a reflection in our culture. Um, and we're getting the people that we deserve to lead our country, which is usually the way it works. Um, also in our children as well, to see that and, and to embrace that as a, as a person, or, um, or we're embracing it as a country in some le- at some level, and for children to see that as well, that's that's challenging. I think the way to come to that debate is, is if we're walking in the spirit if we're if we have the mind of Christ we already have a, a framework and a context for viewing that debate then and we can see where it's it's not hitting the mark and we can understand that it's divisive and it's challenging and it's not where Christ would have us to think about so so if I went to that debate and started um, being attracted to that type of speech that type of um, banter or or Um, I don't know, warlike or you Mm -hmm. know whatever it might be, and then starting to dwell on that in my mind throughout the day, going, "Oh yeah, my guy really gave it to him here," or "Look what my guy said there," and and put a twist to that, and dwelling on that in my mind, I think that's harmful um, in a spiritual sense.
0: Yes. Yeah, and I and that's. Um, this idea that what we saw up there to me is really a mirror of what's happening in, in our country right now. Mm-hmm. And now, as we do ingest that, and as we think about that, and as on some levels we have pride in how our candidate responded, because you just got a couple of, of bullies out there duking at each other, right? And so, oh man, my guy got in the bigger swing, and my guy, and, and we start thinking that in some way that they won because of that. And, right. you know, when you hear when Biden said, oh, just shut up, man, like that oh, was so good. They're making t shirts, right? With this statement on, oh I'm man, sure. it's so good. And then you've got Trump, who you know, well, when he was yelling at Biden about what law enforcement did did supports him, Biden couldn't say anything. He got him. Right. It's like I don't know that anybody got anybody last night. I think we failed. And as yeah. believers, we, I looked at that and meant, man, we have such work to do. I mean, Steve, our our world and you talked about the kids, right? The the people that we're influencing, as I just mm-hmm. talked in the letter from Paul, like everything we do is on display to everyone. Yes. And and our goal should be do like I do, right? Mm-hmm. Not do do like I do. And why can we say that confidently? Because I'm doing as the Spirit teaches me. I'm doing as, as Christ has transformed me. I'm, I'm not perfect. I know the Spirit in me is, and so how do I live that out? And so do as I do and live this way. Here's your example, and we should be focused on—you said we ingest these things and we think about them and reflects in the way that we act. We're told to, to think about things that are noble and lovely and good and pure, and um, man, it's, it's harder and harder.
1: It is. It is difficult, and it, and it has to start internally with our hearts. Uh, so the heart change is the most important change, and then everything flows out from there. So, so it, it's a subtle thing. I mean, I can think of. I'm. I mean. I get most. I don't know if we've talked about this before. I don't watch the news on television. And in fact, I get in trouble with my my dad because he's like, "Why aren't you watching the videos on CNN?" He's, he's a CNN watcher, and I'm like, "Well, I don't watch any videos." I mean, really, very very few. I get I get it off social media, but it's it's through a selection of people and that I trust and, and yeah. pull it together that way. So, but even so, I can see a social media connoisseur um, out there just soaking things up and and subtly going. Yeah, I'm getting excited in a way um, about the things that seem to fit the narrative I like best. And I think we mentioned this last week when we were talking about the election itself— I'm not highly motivated. I mean, I, I'm motivated to think about these things, and I know they're important. Mm-hmm. But I, but I, I want them downplayed compared to my relationship with Christ, walking with Him, displaying Him, loving Him. Um, I want to be passionate about Jesus and His kingdom and the church and and fellowship with other believers and bringing other people into that fellowship. Way, way more than I'm passionate about. Um, my guy getting a zinger on the other guy.
0: Yes. When I, I thought of, again, kind of reflecting back on this today, I was like, um, he's got this, uh, uh, whatever he calls it, it's a religious council, right? He's got access to all these spiritual leaders. And oh. I would just think if if you were one of them, and I've got a lot of thoughts and opinions on that, but if you were one of them, your first thought watching that would be like, Man, I got to disciple this guy more, right? Okay. On on either side, right? man, I've got to help them understand who Christ is and what a Christ like response would be, and how how does that come out in who we are? And I think instead, what you have is a lot. To your point, you've got a lot of of believers stepping back, going, "I want to respond more like that guy did. Right. That he's the president. That's what I want to do. I want to be more angry." Like that couldn't be further from what we're taught scripturally. And I think that's a that's a big trap. I think I mean I thought about this a little bit today too.
1: I think both of those men up there got caught up in the moment. And and we're not to get caught up in a moment. Mm -hmm. We're we're to be caught up in a in a person. And that person is what dictates our moments. So so I mean, wouldn't it have been refreshing for one of them, I don't care which one, to step back and say, I'm just not going to participate in this this way. This is demeaning. And and if it was halfway through the thing, just apologize for the things that they said themselves and say, here's what I want to do the rest of the time. And if you're going to talk over me, I can't control you. But I can control my own heart. My heart is is where it is. And I can, therefore, control my actions from my heart. And here's the way I'm going to take care of and, and handle this myself. I think... Either one of them would have, been, would have won the debate and would have probably gotten a lot more votes. I mean, just, just by stepping back and looking at the big picture and not getting wrapped up in what that little hour and a half space, um, they thought that how important that was and what that meant. That was yeah. really discouraging for me.
0: I, I thought the same thing from today. I wasn't thinking about it last night, but you're right. That would have been a powerful moment. Oh, my I, goodness. I was thinking about today. Wouldn't it be great if one of them, instead of tweeting about, I said this, and I did this, and he failed here, and he did this, if one of them said, man, I was not right last night. And I, you know what? I We disagree on policy. We disagree on these points. I believe that I'm right, and here's why. But, man, the way that I did it was a horrible reflection.
1: Even from a moral statement— but even more so to go you know what i'm a believer in christ and I, if they would wouldn't what what amazing thing. but i don't know that either one of them is capable and yes. perhaps maybe
0: that might not be true of them right right so, yeah. right but yeah so anyway we the the overarching point or the encouragement to people is that we should be if If we're believers in Christ and we're being changed from the inside out, when we see something like that, it shouldn't be like a, oh, this is a car accident, I just gotta keep watching. This should be a call to arms for us, and when I say a call to arms, I don't mean fighting like they are, I mean from a Christian soldier perspective, that we're stepping out and saying, I've got work to do in my heart if I see myself responding like this. And I've got to be a voice to other people that it doesn't have to be like that. And, you know, we saw you talked about the moderator. So you saw Chris Wallace, who, again, regardless if he was biased or not, but you saw him as he watched this in action, his response to de-escalate was to escalate, right? So Mm -hmm. it was instead of responding with even if you said as as a moderator and trying to calm the situation down he got so wrapped up in the attitudes that he just found himself in the middle of it, and that he found himself debating candidates. And like that's how we respond to people, though, is that instead of saying, okay, step back, like you said, right. Christ in me, how do I refocus? I failed, where do I go? We just get so wrapped up in it that we just lose sight of, of what's important. And I really think that's where we're at right now culturally, where mm-hmm. we've just lost sight of what's important. We just want to argue.
1: Yeah, as a culture we have, but as Christians we're called to look at these things with a set of spiritual eyes. So to look at it as Christ would look at it, and to see it in a spiritual way. Um, I don't know those men were not looking at it from a spiritual sense, I'm Quite confident, and that's that's a huge it's a huge thing. That if if we really do have Christ in us, we should have the ability, and we should be looking at that in a spiritual way, and that should be guiding our emotions and our actions and our words, and and where we go with that, how we look at it, and what we do with it. And then just one other thing of encouragement, though. God is still in control. There is no worry here about this getting out of hand in a way that surprises God or or gets him in a position that he doesn't want to be in. Mm-hmm. So so God's in control of this country. He's in control of those two people on the stage, and those three if you count the moderator, mm-hmm. and, and everyone watching. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. Um, I want to work toward his ends and his goals and, and not be so tied up into the moment and into this uh, cultural problem. First, look at Christ, and Christ will allow our hearts and our bodies and our minds to work out from that point.
0: Yes, and I think that's the that's the hope coming out of this is not that we get wrapped up in trying to see our our um, political affiliation win or lose, but that we we should be broken watching this happen and realize there's a greater need for Christ than maybe we thought before. Yeah, I agree. All right, thank you, Steve. Thanks, Adam. (laughs)